When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Let's now ride. Time for the words that are recited before each and every game here at Dodger Stadium. Take it away, Finn. It's time for Dodger Baseball. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in for another breaking news episode of the Incline Dodgers podcast. This is Kevin Klein speaking. Right now I'm on my own. I have no idea where Jake Reiner is or David Rosenthal is. They have not responded to my text, but honestly, I don't give a shit. The Los Angeles Dodgers and Shohei Otani have come to an agreement. It is official. This is none of that John Paul Morosi bullshit. This is no Dodgers Nation hoax, lies, articles, More on that in a few minutes, but the Los Angeles Dodgers and Shohei Otani have come to an agreement. It's official, baby. The highest breaking record deal ever in Major League Baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers and Shohei Otani agree to a 10-year, $700 million contract, $70 million a year. Oh my goodness. Who would have ever thought the Dodgers would go that high on a single player, but they did it for Shohei Otani. I am just blown away right now. Trey B, Maria G, I see you in the comments. Let's go. This is exciting stuff for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I want to hear your guys' reaction. I am just on a high right now. I haven't even really read social media in the last few minutes. And of all people, for me to first see it, was Shams of the NBA. I know he wasn't the one to break it. Shohei Otani announced it on his Instagram. I even even I have not read the comments yet. Finally heard from Jake. Let's see if we can get him on board. But my goodness, this is effing crazy. We got deferrals according to Trey B. I mean, let's get into it right now. Let's see what Shohei Otani said on his Instagram. This was about 15 minutes ago. So Shohei Otani, to all the fans and everyone involved in the baseball world, I apologize for taking so long to come to a decision. I have decided to choose the Dodgers as my next team. First of all, I would love to express my sincere gratitude to everyone involved with the Angels organization and the fans who have supported me over the past six years as well to everyone involved with each team that was part of the negotiation process, especially to the Angels fans who supported me through all the ups and downs. Your guys' support and cheer meant the world to me. The six years I spent with the Angels will remain etched in my heart forever. And to all Dodger fans, I pledge to always do what's best for the team and always continue to give, give it my all to be the best version of myself. Until the last days of my playing career, I want to continue to strive forward, not only for the Dodgers, but for the baseball world. There are some things that cannot be conveyed in writing, so I'd like to talk more about this again at a later press conference. Thank you very much. That's from Shohei Otani, everybody. This is crazy. This is freaking crazy. I cannot believe that this is officially official. Shohei Otani is a Los Angeles Dodger. 
Unbelievable. I want to hear you guys' reaction. I haven't, I don't think this chat is popping up, but my goodness, this is awesome. Let's see if I can get some more people involved. Pump this on social media right now. But my God, what a what a whirlwind yesterday. What an absolute circus. We thought Shohei Otani was going to go to the Toronto Blue Jays for a second. People lied. Baseball accredited writers lied to everybody saying that he was going to the Toronto Blue Jays. We had conspiracy theories that people were tracking his flights to Toronto. That was not the case at all. That was someone that was on Shark Tank. That was silly in itself. You had Morosi literally tweeting that he could confirm that Shohei Otani is on a flight to Toronto. Bob Nightingale, John Heyman, Alden Gonzalez all said, nope, you're a liar, bro. Shohei Otani... Like Frank just mentioned, he wanted to be a Dodger. I think this was always the plan. He wanted to be a Los Angeles Dodger. He said it himself. Mookie Betts is his favorite player to watch. He wants to team up with Mookie Betts. He wants to team up with Freddie Freeman. I haven't heard any comments about Dave Roberts yet, but I'm sure he wants to team up with Dave Roberts too. Shohei Otani wants to be a winner. To me, it never made any sense why Shohei Otani would choose Toronto. They are not a very successful franchise in terms of postseason success the Dodgers get to the playoffs every year those are just the facts and now that the Dodgers are adding Shohei Otani you got to believe on paper this team is poised to make the playoffs once again the NL West is pretty is down pretty bad I mean the Padres are selling the Rockies are a joke the Giants are just a lame duck right now and you've got the Diamondbacks who at my opinion in my opinion are the biggest threat Christian Coppola says, I mean, I was ready to accept he was a Blue Jay. Now comes what we need most, and that's starting pitching. That's freaking right. The Dodgers still need to go out and get starting pitching. We're not even halfway done yet. There are still so many moves to be made. With Shohei Otani coming to the Dodgers, that means the 40-man is going to sit at 42 pretty soon with Joe Kelly and Shohei Otani coming aboard. So they got to get rid of two guys. Who those two guys will be remains to be seen. And then they got to get starting pitching. So there are still a lot of moves for Andrew Friedman and Brandon Gomes to get done. But wow, this is a good start to the offseason. December 9th. Remember that day. December 9th around lunchtime, 12 o'clock, baby. He gets it done. Andrew Friedman lived up to the promise. This was like two years in the making, and he did it. He brought Shohei Otani to the Los Angeles Dodgers in record-breaking fashion. I thought maybe it would be... 550 million maybe it'd be 600 million no 10 years 700 million i want to hear your guys' thoughts this is just effing crazy i mean what a glorious day to be a los angeles dodgers fan um i'm gonna see if i can get anyone to join a board um so far my co-hosts are still kind of mia but this is freaking badass In the meantime, you guys chat away. Um, I don't know where Jake is. I sent him a Zoom. David isn't even home. So this is uh, your typical Saturday, folks. This is breaking news fashion. No one was prepared for this. We'll have probably more shows later on. But this is a live reaction show. This is coming straight from the heart. I am just blown away right now. Let's see if I could uh, get some folks here on YouTube. But yeah, how, how are you guys all doing? Tell me your thoughts. Ask me any questions. I will answer them here on the Incline Dodgers podcast. Which, which socks are pushing for Snell? White socks or red socks? I'm guessing red socks. That's right, Dennis Gonzalez. Let's go, Dodgers. 
MB mentioning Sasaki has asked to be posted. 99% chance it won't happen, but imagine getting him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too optimistic about the Dodgers being able to get Sasaki because from what I understand, if a team posts him right now, they won't get any anything out of it. So, I mean, what's the point? What's the point if uh, the Marines or wherever he plays for posts him, they won't get really anything out of it. For me right now, the focus is on Yamamoto. Can they still pull him off? Is his contract out of the question now? I mean, we just gave $700 million to Shohei Otani. Can they afford to just throw another 200 plus million to Yamamoto? I have no idea. Maybe the Dodgers have to just go all in on the trade market. They have all these prospects that are just sitting around doing nothing. I mean, what's the story there? We're going to keep Michael Bush around. We're going to keep Miguel Vargas around. Is Andy Pajes going to be part of the Dodgers equation? Diego Cartaya. Have we given up on him? Dalton rushing. Are they just going to sell high on him? I have no idea, but the Dodgers need to get starting pitching because right now that is still the biggest weakness of this team. You look at the rotation right now, Bobby Miller, Emmett Sheehan, Ryan Pepio, Walker Beeler in some type of capacity. Those are four locks right there. Can Gavin Stone bounce back? I don't know, but the Dodgers need to go out, get some starting pitching pretty desperately. Let's be honest. If you guys have any other Shohei Otani new stuff, feel free to drop it in the chat. But let's see. Britt Brit Gurley says Shohei's Ot Shohei Otani's deal with the Dodgers involves no opt-outs. That means that he is for sure going to be a Dodger for the next 10 years. He can't opt out, try to chase more money. The Dodgers can't let him out and try to shortchange him if things don't work out. Let's see what Bob Nightingale just wrote about in the article. Let's see. Bob Nightingale, Shohei Otani, Dodgers agree on 10-year, $700 million deal. Shohei Otani announced on his Instagram account Saturday that he was signing with the Los Angeles Dodgers, a 10-year deal worth $700 million, according to Agent Nez Bolello. Otani's new deal smashes the record for North American pro sport contracts. The two-way Japanese superstar won AL MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all, we all know that. Something about Mike Trout. Let's see. This is uh, a statement from... Otani's agent Shohei is thrilled to be a part of the Dodgers organization. He is excited to begin this partnership and he structured his contract to reflect a true commitment from both sides to long-term success. Shohei and I want to thank the, all the organizations that reached out to us for their interest and respect, especially the wonderful people we got to know even better as this process unfolded. We know fans, media, entire industry had a high degree of interest in this process, and we want to express our appreciation for their passion and their consideration as it played out. Otani is the first reigning MVP to sign a new team since Barry Bonds left the Pittsburgh Pirates to join the San Francisco Giants after the 1992 season. They probably can't afford Yamamoto now. A trade is happening for sure. Uh, Biffer, you can sign Trevor Bauer for pocket change. No, thank you. Dennis Gonzalez, trade for Glass now and get a Rosarena. I mean, that would be the ultimate awesome offseason for the Dodgers if they could acquire Glass now and a Rosarena. Not the biggest Glass now fan because he tends to get hurt a lot, but on a one year bet it deal, wouldn't mind it. MB thinks, I bet they trade for Burns. The only one year of control left, he will be the best option. I think. Corbin Burns still has to be the priority to acquire in a trade package. No doubt about it. The Dodgers have the assets to pull it off. The Dodgers need an ace like Corbin Burns. I mean, man, imagine a rotation where your top two guys are Corbin Burns, Bobby Miller. That puts a lot less strain on Walker Buehler as well. I mean, Walker Buehler as your number three, even though he is coming off his second Tommy John surgery, and we don't even know where he's at at his career at this point. I'd bet on, I would still bet on Walker Buehler. I think he could be still a big game pitcher. We know that this guy has the heart and tenacity to get through anything. I would love that big three for the Dodgers rotation. Maria G, I'm guessing his dog's name was Dodger. I hope so. That'd be freaking hilarious if I'm being honest. We could just find out all these months later, he named a dog Dodger. That'd be so good. 
Christian Coppola. I want Burns, but I think it will be Glass now. Um, Glass now is probably the more likely to be traded for sure. I mean, the Rays don't want to pay his salary, but um, I still think they're both going to be traded before the season ends. There's just it's just unless the Brewers just pull off some miracle Cinderella run, I for sure think they're both getting traded. 700 million for 10 years is also such a huge gamble. No doubt about it. And that's what's kind of scary about this contract because it's it's just flat out 700 million. There's no incentive, so some people speculated that maybe the Dodgers would do an incentive-laden deal where if Otani pitches X amount of innings, he would be able to earn X amount more. But nope, the Dodgers are betting on both his bat and his arm. And that's what you have to look at at the end of the day. I mean, Shohei Otani is going to come back and be a starting pitcher, hopefully as early as 2025. And I don't expect him to be a starter the duration of that entire contract. I just don't think it's possible. I could be wrong, and maybe he is an awesome starter for nine years. But given his track record with the injuries, with his pitching arm, if the Dodgers, in my opinion, get five, six great years of a, as a starter for Otani, I'm good with that. At the end of the day, they're not paying Otani $700 million just to be there. They want to get multiple World Series out of Shohei Otani. That is the big picture here. If they don't win a single World Series with Otani, then I don't think there was any point for this contract. You can expect the Dodgers for the next decade now to be pretty much all in. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani, that is the biggest three in all of sports. That's bigger than any big three in the NFL. That's bigger than any big three in the NBA right now. Certainly bigger than any NHL team. The big three in all of North American pro sports right now belongs to the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's Shohei Otani, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman. That is just an insane top of the three combo right now for the Dodgers. And to round out the rest of your lineup, when you've got guys like Will Smith and Max Muncie, the lengthening of this lineup just got so much larger. It's absolutely insane. And then you look at the bottom of the lineup. I mean, James Altman is going to be in the picture you figure. Gavin Lux should probably be in the equation. This Dodgers lineup is going to be the deepest Dodgers lineup I think we've ever seen. I am absolutely stoked now for the 2024 season. I mean, 2023, bit of a letdown of an offseason. I still had a lot of optimism for that Dodgers team, but there, there were some flaws for sure. I mean, the pitching was kind of, the pitching fell apart. There were some holes in the lineup still at the end of the day, but let's see what we've got here going on in the comments. Christian Sag, no, you are right. He will need to decide on hitter, and he could be a closer. Yeah. I think he's commenting to what uh, Dennis Gonzalez says. Let Shohei become a closer down the road. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If Shohei Otani can't be a starter for the duration of his career, I don't know how that works as a hitter and closer combo, but... The Dodgers will find ways to be creative. They could bring him out of the bullpen to kind of lessen up his innings. There are a lot of options here. 2025 will be very interesting with what the Dodgers choose to do with Shohei Otani. I believe that traditionally the Angels had a six-man rotation to give him that extra day. So it's going to be pretty much important for the Dodgers to have always have length in the starting rotation. I would say, yeah, right now Max Muncy is the Dodgers' third baseman because they gave him an extension and you can't obviously put him at DH. So that'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on moving forward. Hopefully this Shohei Otani signing just puts so much life into this Dodgers team that everyone's going to bring their a game for every upcoming season uh, to be seen. Felt like at times that the Dodgers were complacent and didn't give it at their all when it mattered most, but Let's see if Max Muncy can improve defensively. That's going to be one of the hugest X factors, I think, for the Dodgers. When we look ahead at 2024, what could be the weaknesses for the Dodgers? Definitely defense. The Dodgers have to improve defensively. That's for sure. Max Muncy needs to improve his game at third base. In terms of shortstop, if it's Gavin Lux, he's going to have a lot of pressure on him as the Dodgers shortstop to make sure he can hold it down there defensively at second. 
Mookie Betts has been pretty comfortable playing second base. I'm not too worried whether it's right field or second base for Mookie, but he'll be able to hold down either position comfortably. Will Smith and Freddie Freeman are solidified guys at their respective positions. James Altman is a great defensive center fielder, so I'm not too worried there. Right field, whether it's Jason Hayward or someone else, Hayward was able to show he's a good defender. And left field, I think they haven't found their guy yet. I think the Dodgers are still going to look to acquire a left fielder. Gavin Deluhash, Kershaw comes back for sure. Hopefully, Clayton Kershaw is a huge wild card right now. I don't think he's going to go to another team. I don't think he'd go to the Texas Rangers. For me right now, Clayton Kershaw, he either comes back as a Los Angeles Dodger or he retires. I think that's where we're at in terms of Clayton Kershaw. Let's see, Beth Jensen, what about Yamamoto? Yeah, so still, I talked about Yamamoto a few minutes ago. I think the Dodgers are still in on him. It's just going to come down to price. Maybe Yamamoto takes a slight discount to team up with Shohei Otani. That would not be something that would totally surprise me at all. I mean, talk about having a combo of Yamamoto and Otani signed in one offseason. That'd probably be the best offseason in Dodgers history. This is just, there are just endless possibilities right now with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think Shohei Otani is going to open the door so much right now for free agency and what other teams are about to do. This is about to be the ultimate domino effect. We're going to see teams respond in the NOS, such as the Diamondbacks and Giants. And then you'll see other teams in the National League, the Blue Jays, who feel like they got snake bitten probably because so many of their fans and reporters thought this was a done deal. Otani to the Blue Jays and it didn't happen. So, I mean, what a letdown if you're a Blue Jays player. You thought you were going to be a teammate with Otani. You got burned by fake news. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply me at all if two things happen one the blue jays come into 2024 and they have revenge on their mind or the opposite happens this team just falls apart they're defeated they were banking on otani coming the news just burned them so bad that they can't get over it and they suck jason jimenez otani is still expected to pursue yamamoto most most of his contract is deferred yeah, I mean, from a short-term perspective, with Otani having a lot of deferrals, the Dodgers could absolutely then pay Yamamoto. In terms of the annual, the average annual value and it affecting the salary cap and all that for tax penalties, it will still be $70 million a year that the Dodgers are charged on the books. So I guess it just would come down to how much are the Dodgers willing to incur in terms of the luxury tax because they will be charged $70 million still a year. And if you pair that with another... 25 to 30 million a year um for Yamamoto that that's a lot of money to two players and I agree with Dennis I could see Clayton wanting one last ride that was always my belief as well um I didn't think Clayton Kershaw wanted to retire regardless after the 2023 season I honestly envision at least one year where Clayton Kershaw and Shohei Otani our teammates in the Dodgers pitching rotation. Can anyone let me know what these significant deferrals are for the Dodgers? I have to, I can't really find it yet. Um, I'm super intrigued though. I want to see 
Jake Reiner is coming on in five minutes, everybody. Jake Reiner is going to come on the Incline Dodgers in five minutes, and then this show will really get into high gear. So let's see what J.P. Hornstra said. Surprise, surprise. Okay, first of all, you're already sounding like an asshole. Part two. Nope, he's just, nope, he's just commenting Otani stuff. What What is going on here? Okay, back to back to JP later, I guess. So who broke the news technically? I guess Otani Otani gets credit. He broke the news. This I feel like this was how it always was meant to be. Shohei Otani wanted to pull kind of a LeBron James card where he announced it on his own terms. And honestly, I love it. So to the people that said you need to pay attention to Shohei Otani's Instagram, you get the credit. Honestly, I thought Bob Nightingale was going to break the story. I know most people thought Jeff Passan was going to break the story. But to those that said Shohei Otani is going to break the story on his Instagram, you get the W without a doubt. Dennis Gonzalez. So then Joe Kelly is definitely training his number 17 to Shohei. I think so. The real question is, what happened to Miguel Vargas and his number 17? Because if you all remember, Miguel Vargas was the Dodgers' number 17 to, to begin the 2023 season. They demoted him to AAA, and then I guess they just gave it to Joe Kelly. Was there any currency exchange there? Or did they say, screw you, Vargas? You're in AAA the rest of the year. We're giving that to Miguel. Uh, we're giving that to Joe Kelly. We got a D-backs fan here in the play, in the in the chat. Tomato, tomato. Well, you can enjoy 2023 being the being the Dodgers, I guess. But 2024, we're getting we're getting our revenge. Don't you freaking worry. So let's see what else we got going on. ESPN posted a cool video 16 minutes ago showing Shohei Otani in a Dodgers uniform. That is sexy as, as can be. That is super sexy. Bob Nightingale tweeted 17 minutes ago, the Dodgers were the heavy favorites to land Otani for the past year. And we're always confident they would get their man. He did have a grammatical air in typical Bob Nightingale fashion, but that's okay because Bob, Na Bob Nightingale, he is one of the people. This guy gets a bad rep, but when you look at a lot of the other guys in the industry, Bob, Na Bob Nightingale has really closed down the door the last couple of years. He is reliable. Other frauds like J.P. Hornstra, Dodgers Nation, and John Morosi, frauds. Honestly, they're all worth unfollows. What is this idiot on Twitter saying? Noah Cameras, you work at Dodgers Nation. You have no credibility, dude. You want us to give Dave Robertson an apology? Who cares? Who cares? Jake Reiner is stepping in, folks. Here we are. <laughs> What's up, Jake? Sorry I couldn't be on sooner, Kevin. I was in the middle of shaving when this news broke. So uh, I had to it. finish the job looking clean, looking clean cut for Otani. Amazing you didn't cut Oh, yourself. my God. No, I didn't. It was very smooth. I took my time just like Otani did, you know? <laughs> took my time, made sure everything was good. Then I had to come on here. Wow, dude. Wow. I can't I, I, I can't believe this. I just can't believe it. It's like yesterday. I thought yesterday I thought we were dead in the water. I know. You know, I thought we were dead. I know. I think we were all like ready to, you know, pack it in and just move on and try and come up with a different plan. Right. But man, this is huge. How are you feeling? This is this might be the craziest day outside of winning the World Series that I've ever felt as a Dodger fan 
the news was just so sudden. Like, yep. Just an innocent Saturday afternoon, basically 12 o'clock and bam, my phone starts to explode with all these notifications. I don't follow Otani on Instagram. I didn't even think to look there. That's where he, he announced his decision. So a little slight less arrogant way than what LeBron James did all those years ago when he announced he was going to the Miami heat. But yeah. this felt kind of like how a lot of people predicted. And I was giving them their flowers a few minutes ago before you hopped on. If you were one of the people that said Shohei Otani was going to announce this on his Instagram, on his own terms, then you get the W. Cause I think one of the biggest games that people wanted to play was who's going to break the Otani news. And it turned out that the people that tried to break the Otani news were the frauds. And so now that you're here, you can help roast them with me in a few. Oh, it's just so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. The first notification I saw was from Shams, the NBA reporter. Yeah. Yeah, that was the craziest thing. I was like, Shams beat Jeff Passan, Passan, whatever. You beat him? You're getting some love, Jake. MB and Dennis Gonzalez are saying they love you. So there you go. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks, guys. This is a uh, this is great, man. I I, uh, I don't even I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, seven hundred million dollars for yeah. ten years. Like this is unreal, dude. Unreal. Way more than I expected. I never thought Andrew Friedman would hand out this type of contract. That's two Garrett Coles and more. Yeah. The uh, and and I think everybody owes Andrew Friedman, Dave Roberts, Brandon Gomes. They all owe them, you know, the whole ownership group. Everybody owes them an apology for what for what just happened because we were on the verge of preparing to destroy this front office once again after they prepared in the way that they did in order to get Otani this off season. How they kind of punted at the trade deadline last year even in the yeah. offseason they didn't really make huge moves even though jd martinez turned out to be a 100 rbi guy we we didn't expect that i just feel like if they weren't gonna get him it was gonna be one of the biggest embarrassments ever and a lot of people were countering it by saying oh well it's up to otani and they can't force him to make a decision but I also feel like we're the Los Angeles Dodgers. What what could be more appealing than the Los Angeles Dodgers when you're pitted up against any franchise? I'm sorry, but we are the gold standard for pretty much everything. I mean, location, um, the player development, the just the 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 continuance of success. Every season you have a chance to win a World Series. Every season you're making it into the playoffs. And I just love the fact that clearly Otani saw that vision too. He was tired of playing in Anaheim, tired of uh, of not even coming close to making the playoffs, and he wanted to be with a team that could help him win and that he could help win. And that's clearly what happened here. So I I, I couldn't be happier right now. I just couldn't. I don't even know. I, I don't even know how to contain my excitement. <laughs> yeah, this is just pure adrenaline and emotion and surprise it's just it's just wild and yeah you hit the nail on the head jake with some of your points like this wasn't a two-month plan this was more like a two-year plan for the dodgers and shohei otani i this is this has to be a movie i need to know all the ins and outs how much back and forth it was where did where did they start where was there almost like a this almost didn't happen phase because i feel like that may have been a thing for a second Clearly the Blue Jays were being played. They were the leverage. They were the leverage. They were the ones that had to probably force the Dodgers hand into offering him the largest contract in North American sports history. And it worked out. So this is only the start of what we expect to be hopefully a dynasty for the Dodgers. Because like Jake said, Shohei Otani didn't come to the Dodgers for the just the money. I mean, obviously that's a huge factor but he came to the Los Angeles Dodgers to win. And when you have Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shohei Otani at the top of your lineup, that is the biggest, that is the biggest big three in all of sports. That could end up being the best big three in the last 50 years in Major League Baseball. And so 
here we are. The Dodgers have the offense pretty much addressed now. The next part of this offseason is the Dodgers got to figure out starting pitching. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and that was always going to be the plan anyway. It was we're putting basically what they decided was is we're putting all our chips in for Shohei Otani. We're going to make that our prime focus, our only focus. And if you notice, there was a bunch of different rumors, a bunch of different trade rumors are out, uh, out there that the Dodgers were linked to, obviously. But it was very clear that they weren't going to make any significant move until the Otani decision was made. And yeah. that, to me, is was was just beautifully played out uh, by by Andrew Friedman. I mean, you can't say enough about this guy. Honestly, like we were all getting on his case and, you know, we, we were kind of questioning, you know, is, you know, is he the right guy to be at the helm to lead this team to another title? Um, he made he's made some questionable moves over the past couple of seasons, but Geez, overall, I mean, you you start from the the Mookie Betts trade and the Freddie Freeman signing, and even getting you know Max Scherzer and Trey Turner in the middle of the season, and now Otani. I mean, this guy, he's you know he's big game hunting, you know, for the the bit one of the biggest most historic franchises in all of sports, and for me, that's you you can't ask for much more than that. And to think about the fact that we have Mookie Betts for the rest of his career. Otani mm-hmm. for I don't know if it's the rest of his career, but the majority of his career. Freddie Freeman for a few more seasons. I mean, this core is locked in, which is just a beautiful thing. I think. If you're here right now, following along on YouTube, please hit that like button. Please comment below. It's been a little quiet the last few minutes in the chat. I want to hear everyone's thought. This is one of the most monumental days in Los Angeles Dodgers history. Shohei Otani is a Los Angeles Dodger. Next things we got to wait for are when's the press conference? What are the next moves? This is just an insane day to be a Los Angeles Dodger fan. December 9th. It's finally happened. We've been talking about this for a year and a half now. Shohei Otani is a Los Angeles Dodger. So I guess the, the next question is, do the Dodgers go with Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani? Muncie at cleanup, Smith at the five hole, and then we figure out six through nine. Yeah, I think so. I think it, it's going to be, you know, Mookie Freddie Shohei or Mookie Shohei Freddie, depending. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the rest of the lineup is is going to be uh, figured out. I mean, you got to figure that Jason Hayward's going to get the majority of the at-bats against right-handed pitching. Um, you platoon him with with Chris Taylor, uh, James Altman, second year uh, in the league. I'm excited to see what he's going to be doing. He's going to be our center fielder, which is uh, which is great. Um, but obviously, the offseason's not done yet. The Dodgers could add another bat, a, a, another outfield bat, if they wanted to, um, to kind of bolster even you know the platoon lineup or uh, the bench. So I think we we got to kind of keep our eyes out for a move of that nature while they go out and get, you know, a, a shit ton of starting pitching. I mean, look, the, the, there's not there's nothing to say that they won't also get Yamamoto. Right. And yeah. even if they don't get Yamamoto, there's still Snell out there. There's Montgomery out there. There's Corbin Burns in a trade. Uh, there's Dylan Cease in a trade. So the, the options are endless for this team to put together a, an absolute juggernaut for this season. just was reading some someone's twitter right now and honestly i don't get what he's doing two idiots were exposed this week first of all john morosi who hasn't tweeted any relevant substance in the last three years now at least he apologized so he can get some credit back but i don't know what the hell he was smoking falling into that otani flying to toronto bait but what's going to happen with jp hornstra i mean you wrote an article you owned up, you basically doubled down saying it is going to for sure happen. You just signed with Dodgers Nation less than a week ago. It's one thing to say it's close, but your article, your headline said like news alert, Shohei Otani has signed with the Toronto Blue Jays. And then you own up to it when you're a ba- part of the Baseball Riders of America. That just strips away all your credibility moving forward. And I don't know how an organization like that could back him up and you can't count on him ever again. Yeah. And the hits for Dodgers nation just keep on coming. And it's a, 
a beautiful thing. It's weird when Dodgers Twitter kind of revolts against its own, so to speak. I mean, Dodgers Nation, they obviously are Dodgers fans. They support the team. But just the string of just terribleness that has come with that organization uh, is is kind of remarkable. I mean, it's just one thing after the next. It almost is, it's almost like J.P. Hornstra joined Dodgers Nation and Dodgers Nation like infected him and and ruined his reputation. Uh, obviously, I'm not, you know, uh, absolving J.P. of his responsibility as a journalist. But I think overall, like sports journalism during this Otani sweepstakes has taken a massive hit where it's like we're not holding ourselves to the standards of normal journalism where you are responsible for getting things right and you have to uh, atone for your sins. I mean, at least at the very least, J, uh, John Paul Morosi, um, who was all over the o- Otani on the private jet thing, um, mm-hmm. at least he a- admitted to it and released an apology. I wonder what J.P. Hornstra is going to do about this because th- it's just it's so irresponsible. It really is. And I think that uh, I think sports journalism kind of gets a pass in a way because it's like, oh, we're dealing with rumors and, you know, we can tweet out whatever we want and we don't really have to confirm anything uh, anymore. And I I just I just hope that this is a a sort of a teaching moment for the up and coming sports journalists out there and and the established people in the business to take a look at this and say, we got to do better. Like we just have to. Um, and, and, and I think either the, either the Blue Jays got played or these reporters got played, uh, as to, to use for leverage for the Dodgers. I don't know how that shook out, but that seems kind of what happened here. I think both happened. So I think you're right on both fronts. Unfortunate MLB right now is just so good. They've got a screenshot of Dodgers nation with, we are excited to announce the addition of JP Hornstra four minutes ago in his corny little video. They've got a screen grab of John Boy saying he wants Otani to sign with the Blue Jays. They've got a screen grab of Drake wearing a. That was when it was over. When Drake posted Drake, himself, the Drake curse. Yep. There's another one of just the Toronto Blue Jays logo all together. But yeah, I mean, well, how about how about the fact that Dodgers Nation tweeted out something like "Congrats to Toronto"? They were so excited. I was like, "Well, what are you guys doing?" What yeah. Do you mean, congrats. To Toronto, even if even if the report was true, why are why are we celebrating this? Because your reporter got it right. I mean, he's supposed to get it right, and he didn't. He got it wrong. So dumb. And then I guess Doug is just completely rogue because he's ignoring everything that his company said. He's like, "Otani to the Dodgers was going to happen all along." Blah blah blah. So I don't know what's going to be the divide there. You no, know, I. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I I like Doug McCain as a person. I've met him. He's a nice guy, and obviously he has value in this Dodgers Twitter space. But dude, come on, like that. You 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 got to do better than that. Like the, this is just. That's why. Like I, you know, I, as you know, Kevin. Like I I've been a reporter for you know ten years, and I, I've been through this. Um, I, yeah. I, I tend to just wait. You know, you got to just wait. And anything that you tweet, anything that I've tweeted has always been like, well, if this were to happen, this would be in my opinion, as opposed to saying that this is definite and we're we're, we're going to just, you know, go full bore uh, on something we don't know yet. I mean, the it was so such a swift backlash to JP's report, both JP's, let's just say. Um, to both JP's report, it was such a, a backlash when you got, you know, Nightingale coming out and Heyman coming out, basically saying, this is not true. A decision hasn't, hasn't been made. But I also, I also love Bob Nightingale was the one to be like, actually, Otani is still in LA. He's not in Toronto. And then it was beautiful when, uh, it, everyone was tracking that private jet from Orange County to Toronto. Yeah. And it turns out to be the shark tank guy. That's just the just the cherry on top to this whole thing. I mean, obviously Otani coming to LA makes this so much sweeter. Some good comments here. A question from Jason Jimenez. What if the Dodgers trade for Mike Trout, Perry Manassian already squashed that. He said he there's under no circumstances. He trading Mike Trout this um, off season. And I think that's what separates Shohei Otani from Mike Trout. As much as 
as much of a talented athlete that Mike Trout is, he just doesn't show the will that he wants to win. He's just happy to be in Anaheim and waste his career. Well, Shohei Otani, on the other hand, has been outspoken, showed dissatisfaction with the Angels' direction, and he bounced the moment he was a free agent. He's coming to a winner now. So credit to Shohei Otani. It's not like he's ring chasing because Otani is going to try to get his first crack ever at the playoffs. What else we got here? Dennis Gonzalez, is anyone checking on Angels fandom? I'm also curious what moves Artie Moreno makes in the aftermath. The Angels are done. Also, like, I also think a- it's worth pointing. I think it's worth pointing out the fact that the Angels basically could have traded Otani at the deadline if they really mm-hmm. wanted to, knowing full well that the chances of them bringing him back were so slim. And instead they tried to double down on their season and saying, we're going to be buyers at the deadline and try and make the playoffs. And then that failed horribly Uh, to me. That's, that's one of the biggest swings and misses here is that the angels don't get anything for him. They, he just leaves the best player in the sport, maybe the best player that ever lived. We'll see at the end of his career, how that shakes out. But to let that guy go for nothing is just egregious. One of the worst organizational decisions ever by the history of sports of all sports. They thought they could be contenders. Instead, they burned more assets to get guys that they ended up cutting anyways, like Lucas Giolito. And now they lose Shohei Otani for a draft pick because the Dodgers are going to have to give up a draft pick because he got the qualifying offer. But who cares? Because it is Shohei Otani. Yeah. I mean, the Angels are going to screw up that draft pick anyway, so who cares? More more drama on top of more drama. Clint Pasillas tweeted 21 minutes ago, way too late announcement, because of course he would do it on the day Shohei Otani signed because he wants attention, but he announced that he left Dodgers Nation. <laughs> cool, Clint. Uh, no one cares. Um, uh, in the chat, I want to shout out uh, my really good friend, Johnny McEwen, who's joined the live. Uh, he says, uh, going to be a lot of pressure on Otani to perform in LA versus in Anaheim. Only a DH next year, remember? Still uh, starting pitching needed in LA with $700 million spent. Don't get me wrong. Excited about him being in LA, but more to do. 100% right. Uh, um, there is going to be a lot of pressure on, on Otani to perform, but I think just the just the fact that he's not the only guy in that lineup, I think says a lot. And I feel like in Anaheim, he was sort of looked at as the savior or the, you know, the the guy that was going to take them to the promised land. And he didn't really have that much help from Mike Trout because Mike Trout has been kind of banged up the entire time Otani's been in Anaheim. He's going to rise to the occasion, though, because his mentality has been to win. He wants to win. He wants to win championships. That's why he came over here at the time that he did um, at, at such a young age, because he wanted to maximize his time in the major leagues. And of course, as we all know, the Dodgers are not going to be done this offseason. They're going for starting pitching. Definitely. Maria G mentioning Ben Verlander. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess Ben Verlander has to be a Dodgers fan now. So that's just the rules. He's the biggest Otani self-proclaimed guy. So I guess he'll be watching a lot more Dodgers baseball. And I guess we'll we'll end up uh, on his top 10 lists a lot more, I guess, as as he <laughs> loves to come up with those and and, and exclude the Dodgers. Oh, yes. So well, at, le- at least we got that. We're, we're on Ben Verlander's top 10 list. John Heyman said, word from one of the Otani finalists, we certainly were not at 699, which basically means that the Dodgers blew out whatever team he's referring to blew out of the water, the offer that they proposed to Otani. I mean, I want to know the other contract details of runner ups. Like I am super curious. Like did the Dodgers offer the most money? Did we not offer the most money? That is one of the biggest questions right now. Like did Otani choose the Dodgers by taking a pay cut and coming to Los Angeles? Or did we just hit all the boxes? Best offer, best best sell, best culture, all that. John Heyman also said Dodgers always made made sense. I mean, no shit they always made sense. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Most consistent winner, geography, they can afford it. Like, yeah, thank you, Captain Obvious. But <laughs> give me give me that analysis over fake fake tweets for for clout. 
to be honest. Like if we can go back, if we can go back to just that type of baseball reporting, I'll take it over the circus that was yesterday. The the highs and the lows, like this was like a playoff it was crazy series. Town. It felt like we also- were down. Go felt like we were down. Oh, felt like we were down. Oh, one at one point, and then we tied up the series. Then we were on the brink of elimination, and then we forced a, a decisive game seven. And then game seven was yet to be played. Just so many highs and low with all the nonsense that some of these people had to post out there. Just the debunking of fake, fake articles. The random reporters chiming in. We had Blue Jays beat writers coming in saying. um, no, we haven't heard this being finalized. If if anyone's going to know about this, it's us. Then you had Dodgers reporters saying, well, J.P. Hornstra, Dodgers reporter in quotes, saying he's going to the Blue Jays. And then the Bob Nightingales, the good guys, the the Passons, the Alden Gonzalez saying, everyone chill the fuck out. There, there's no decision made at all yet. And and here's the thing about J.P. Hornstra. I mean, he's a he's a respected sports writer he's a he's he has a lot of credibility in in this world i mean he worked at the southern california news group or the oc register or one of those publications before dodgers nation but the fact the fact that he's representing dodgers nation now is is one of the funniest things um to, to to occur during all of this and i wanted to get your thoughts kevin on the on the other just the circus aspect of this but there was this weird like back and forth rivalry between <laughs> Jerry Hairston Jr. and like a, a local uh, Toronto news broadcast that they were going back and forth where uh, the 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 Toronto anchor like called Jerry Hairston an asshat and like all this stuff. And um, and then Jerry kind of snapped back and basically came down on them for uh, for mispronouncing Shohei's name. I believe they called him Shohei. Um, so that was just so hilarious. What did you think about that? I mean, just, just, just adds to the craziness of what this was. It was like a, an Olympic hockey game. It just got so heated USA versus Canada. I mean, two nations battling for one superstar player. Um, just the blue Jays content in itself. Like this isn't even a guy they were talking about two months ago. And then, to get burned by the fake media that we were talking about to get their hopes up. Like I honestly feel bad for blue Jays fans. Cause other than throwing trash on the field during pivotal playoff games, they are generally reasonable and rational fans, but yeah, like butchering names, um, banking off false news and then trying to make it credible spinning in any way possible. But I mean, uh, back to Jerry Harrison, like, yeah, I mean, he killed it. Uh, for anyone that was like repping the Dodgers, he definitely he's the winner in terms of Dodgers media people. He had the best he had the best pitches, showed a lot of heart, um, was very rational in everything he was saying and didn't lie. So I'm going to credit Harrison as the winner. I just out of I, I love I love how much uh, I love how much Jerry Harrison has embraced the Dodgers as much as he had because he only spent one or two, maybe three seasons with us. And and he and he kind of like bounced around the league too, and then wound up a Dodgers analyst. And at first, I kind of when it, when I first saw him on Sportsnet LA, I was sort of thinking like, oh, I I know he was on the team, but you know what kind of connection does he have? And literally the entire entire time he's been there, he has been so like pro Dodgers and has really like been the only one to when they need to be called out, he calls out the team yeah. um, and what they need to do better. He's passionate. And I love that he got into the fray. I love that he not only um, basically made a pitch to Otani, why the Dodgers were superior to the blue Jays, but then also backed it up after he was called out. It was just, it was perfect. It was so well done, well executed. Bravo GHJ. So I do think there is going to be a ripple effect now. This is the big domino to fall. I have to imagine there are going to be at least a couple players at the very least that are going to now choose the Dodgers over anyone else because one, they want to win and two, they want to be with Shohei Otani. And so that leads to some chat questions. Johnny McEwen now, now with Otani announced, it allows everyone else to make moves. What do you guys think is the next big domino to fall? Yamamoto, Giolito, um, I mean, it could go in any direction, to be honest. I feel like someone like Blake Snell was waiting for this 
contract to be announced so that he could figure out his next destination. But if Yamamoto is going to choose the Dodgers, I think it would happen like any day now if he does really want to team up with Otani. Um, I do think that the Dodgers, if there if there is another big move to be announced in the free agent market, I would guess it's not the Dodgers, but I think for the Dodgers, the next big domino to fall has to be a trade. I just think that's inevitable. They have two spots they need to free up to get Joe Kelly and Otani on the 40-man, and they also need starting pitching. So I think there is a massive trade brewing for the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Um, and there and there are pieces on the 40-man roster that they will be able to trade. I mean, there are prospects on the 40-man roster that they can um, you know, get a big name pitcher like a Corbin Burns and maybe even a Willie Adamas to shore up the shortstop position. Um, it, it may be the case that they, you know, because they went so big on Otani with free agent money that they may look to go to trades first to see if they can get something done there to where they won't have to break the bank to to have a guy like Corbin Burns on the roster. And then if those those don't work, then they can move to guys like Montgomery or, mm-hmm. or Snell. I mean, just the the plethora of pitching out there is is more than I've ever seen it. Not ever, but like more than I've seen it in a while, Kevin, where the off the, the off seasons past. I don't know that we've had this much pitching available and it's the Dodgers biggest need yeah. in 2024. Yeah, I think we'll do this show for just a few more minutes and then maybe circle back, do something later. I don't know, depending on if we get more news, but just to hit on a couple more questions real quick, Christian Coppola essentially asking us, would you rather sign Yamamoto and Giolito or would you make a trade for Corbin Burns and Tyler Glass now? So I guess pick one of those combos. Would you rather have Yamamoto and Giolito or Burns and Glass now? Interesting. I think I want Yamamoto... I want I I'd go for Yamamoto Giolito I think in this scenario I don't know that's a tough one though because I feel like the the combination that I want would be Yamamoto and Burns yeah but if you're only going to get one of Yamamoto or Burns then you pair pair them with I think Giolito the only reason I wouldn't pair one of them with Glasnow is because I as good as he is he's so injury prone um, so I just, I don't trust it as much, but I mean, you, you can't go wrong with either combination to be honest. I think I would rather make the trades for Burns and glass. Now I think of the four Burns is the best pitcher and glass now doesn't have the best track record with this health, but he is on a, he'd be like a one-year rental as would Burns be. So if things really do go wrong. You only have that one-year commitment to both guys. And to be honest, if they win the World Series in 2024 and lose both of them in free agency, then I'm not going to give a shit because guess what? We just won the World Series. So, right. To be in the best position to win next year, I'll take the trade for those two guys. And honestly, there's no prospects in the farm system right now that I feel like we need to hold on to. So if they got to trade what they got to trade to bring them in, then do it. Let's just win another World Series. That's all I care about at this point. Aaronetic, I'm still trying to process this. History has been made. That's all I got right now in the YouTube chats. Um, so Jake, been doing this for about an hour now, I would say. Any final thoughts before we take a pause on the Shohei Otani? Uh, Gavin Lux, Gavin Lux just tweeted, "I wake up from a nap and bang LFG." <laughs> <laughs> I love Gavin Lux. I'm excited for Gavin Lux. I really am. I've I've been wanting to see him healthy for his entire career. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to see him with a full season. Um, let him get a shot at shortstop. It's going to be interesting, though, Kev. I mean, you've got Dave Roberts coming out a few days ago saying that Mookie Betts is going to be the everyday second baseman. So what does that mean for a guy like Gavin Lux? And then on top of that, if they go out and get like a Burns slash and or Willie Adamas, what is what does this mean for Gavin Lux? Are they are they basically saying that they're going to give Gavin the keys to shortstop at least at the start of the season, or, or what, what do you make of it? 
Um, if they don't trade for a shortstop, then yeah, Gavin Lux is the shortstop. If they trade for Adamus, then I think, if, assuming Lux isn't in the package, then Lux is the second baseman. You move Mookie to right field, and then in terms of Hayward, I guess he'd be left field for the most part. So yeah, I, I think there's still some questions out there with what the Dodgers are going to do in terms of roster construction. But as things stand right now, Gavin Lux is, yes, the Dodgers shortstop. Yeah, I, I I agree with that assessment. It's um it's a great problem to have. Um, when now that now that Otani's been added to this lineup, I I can't believe it. And not you know, and and obviously he's not going to pitch next season, which is a little concerning, I think, injury wise. But I'm yeah. hoping that with the way in which Dodger the Dodgers organization revitalizes pitchers pretty much yearly, um, they bring guys in that you've never heard of, and then they turn them into all stars. I just I have a, my full confidence in this organization to be able to have Otani ready to be pitching for the team in 2025, and then we're really going to see something special. Absolutely. All right, Jake. Anything else you want to throw in there before uh, we end this live stream? This was the live reaction to Shohei Otani signing with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I want to give you, Kevin, an opportunity to maybe apologize to Dave Roberts because I I remember you being the one that thought that Dave tanked this deal by Never him said uh, that. revealing no. that they met with Dodgers. Uh, they met with the uh, Otani met with the Dodgers. I rec- first of all, I dispute that. Never once did I blame Dave Roberts. My only issue was if Shohei Otani wanted to announce and make this decision on his terms, then you have to show him his. Res- you have to show him respect because clearly. Brandon Gomes and Andrew Freeman wanted to keep this hush hush. And so my only issue with Dave Roberts is he didn't have to blab that the Dodgers were meeting with Shohei Otani. So I stand by that. I think that was still a mistake at the end of the day. Never did I once think Dave Roberts actually blew this deal for Shohei Otani. But, okay. but um, yeah, I stand with my initial belief that if Otani wants to be the guy who breaks the news, and he wants every team to keep it hush hush who he's meeting with, then you owe him that. You just owe him what he wants. Yeah, agreed. Um, I I too I too thought that that Dave shouldn't have said what he said. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to lie necessarily because I know that he made that point that he didn't want to lie. But you can you can basically say I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and that and then and then that's that. Uh, <laughs> Um, so that was a little worrying. I mean, just, just from the, from the standpoint of the front office, not knowing that he, that he had made that comment, but honestly, it's all water under the bridge at this point, because, because Otani is a Los Angeles Dodger. I can't, I, I, this is, this this is news that is going to just sink in continually over this day and leading up to the season. I mean, I just, I, I just can't believe it. I thought we were dead, Kevin. I thought we were dead in the water. Everyone said he's going to Toronto. We had him on a freaking private jet going to Toronto. Not true. None of it's true. That's what the biggest all lies. It's what the biggest self-proclaimed Dodgers blog wanted you to believe that he was not going to the Dodgers. The irony. Like, I don't know how they're doing themselves any favors, but they're losers. Shoya Tani and the Los Angeles Dodgers are winners. More to come. I am going to be on social media all day. Like talk about distracting me all weekend. I'll have all those notifications ready. I am so pumped. What a glorious day it is to be a Los Angeles Dodgers fan. And Jake, one last pass over to you in case you wanted to throw anything else out there before I X. X I will say one last thing. And I think we should end on this note. Okay. After everything that's happened with Dodgers nation, I think, you know, who the superior podcast is. (laughs) We keep it real. We don't. We don't showboat or anything, but I think we can take a victory lap on this one, Kevin, because we're, we're we're the ones that you need to come to for any Dodgers analysis. We'll keep it real. We'll give our opinion. We won't have stupid gags and stupid back and forth and whatever. We don't care if we get the big guest or not. You know you're getting a real opinion from us, and I think this is a big day for us too, uh, kind of uh, as a as a nice little footnote to this day. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Incline Dodgers podcast. If you haven't hit that like button yet, if you're not subscribing, make sure to do that. Follow us on social media. Shohei Otani is a Los Angeles Dodger. And on that note, Kevin Klein and Jake Reiner, we're signing off in the meantime until we get more news. Go Dodgers. Shohei Otani. It's showtime.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.